I'd say this is a special edition of the Morning After Podcast with Mike Keller and Jenny Matthews, but to be honest, all our episodes are special, so I, I don't know what to do here. It's just, it's, it's just another day is yeah. what you're saying? Well, the location's <laughs> different. <laughs> I'm serious, and it's funny because, um, you know, I'm, I'm a homebody. That's, I just let it be known. I've had the best time here. I don't think I could spend more than a couple days in Vegas, and maybe that's how everybody no, feels that, about that it. No, that is the classic rule about Las Vegas, is once you pass the 48-hour threshold, it is time to go. Well, this, this, it, this city will beat you down. I also think that you could be very, very broke if you stayed any longer right. than the 48-hour mark, so perhaps that's the whole Because It's tempting that you, you, a complete non-gambler, you're you're tempted. And, and, and Jenny hit up the slot machines. Let me tell you a little story. I went to the slot machine last night, and I thought, you know what? I have a $20 bill. I'll huh. put it in the machine. Can we can we actually step back? Step back. Let's 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 step back into how you acquired <laughs> that twenty dollar bill. You know what? No, I'm going to tell the story. You tell the Jenny story. Jenny Matthews, <laughs> upon learning that she would be in Las Vegas for two and a half days, made the conscious decision <laughs> to travel to Las Vegas for two and a half days with zero cash dollars. Now. In a COVID society and just general technology in 2022, yeah, we're all carrying less and less cash. Of course. Of course. But when you go to Vegas, you bring cash, Jenny. Unless you're Jenny Matthews, you don't even bring a dollar. So then you're like, I'm just going to go to the ATM. Not realizing that I'm sure the fees at the ATM are insane. Yeah, how do you think they built this hotel? Off ATM fees alone? Probably. So I simply said, here, take this $20, and you Venmo me right back. Yeah. It's fine. We did an exchange. Yeah, so you, I gave you $20 cash. And, uh, okay, so now that we know how you okay, acquired the how $20. I so I take the $20. Well, yeah, okay, I'll start there. So I take the $20, and I, I just find a random slot machine, and I put the $20 in. Well, this is after all. <laughs> Let me tell you what a nerd I am, because I don't come to Vegas. I don't know how to do any of no, the things. No. I first went to a slot machine, and I was like trying to put the money in, and it wasn't. it was not accepting the money. So I think that machine required a ticket of some sort. Is that how that works? Do you know? I don't know. Every, I still don't know. Every slot machine has several slots like to insert things in. So I feel like maybe what you were trying to put the $20 bill into was, 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 was probably the ticket dispenser. It was. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. What a total idiot. So I sat there for a few minutes and... <laughs> I kept trying to find I love I you like, so much, is... but you're such a doofus. <laughs> Listen, I don't leave my house. So I put, I, I'm like really, really trying to put the $20 in there and it was not working. And then I'm, but I, I was trying to be cool, you know? So I just, <laughs> I just kind of like put it back in my bag and I walked far enough away so that no one could continue to watch me fail miserably at all of this. Oh. So I found, I found a slot machine, put the $20 in. I max bet because I did. I do know that much. If you want to have any chance of winning anything, you max bet. Always max bet. Okay, so I max bet, hit it once, hit it twice. Nothing. I wasn't like wasn't doing anything. I wasn't doing any very well. The third time I hit it, it was one of those where like it looks like you didn't win anything, but all of a sudden the slot, the the, the three things moved. Does that make sense? And it was like bar, bar, bar. You know what I mean? It, Let's go. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, and I won. Calm down. I won eighteen dollars. Wow. I cashed out because I, I wanted to keep going, but I thought, you know what? I know my that's, luck and I'm terrible at all of this. And that, well, that's the issue. Once you're up, you cash out. That's why yeah, a couple days when we first got here, 
Uh, I was once up $4 at the roulette table, and then I was very quickly down $100 at the roulette table. Oh, my gosh. But I totally get why people love it because the excitement. I mean, dude, I won $18. I mean, it isn't going to make or break my life, and I was so proud. I was holding my little like ticket. you know, Yeah, the voucher. But I I was tucking it away, like almost tucked it in my bra. I didn't want anyone to (laughs) attack me and try to get this money. The whole, can I then? Can I now share from my point of view my favorite part of this? Yes. You didn't cash the voucher last night because you waited till the next morning because we had gone our separate ways for the evening to do our own thing, which we'll get into later. Um, you had gone your own way, and so you the next morning when we came downstairs, you're like, and I, you know, like this was the morning we were leaving. Um, we had to uh, you know, check out of the hotel and do all this, and we had to do two. We had we had a list. We had to get some Starbucks. Yep. We got to check out. And then you're like, also, um, what do, you hold up the voucher and you're like, I don't know what to do with this. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I didn't so know I, what, well, I wait, did introduce Jenny to the cashier. There's a little more oh, to the story on oh, that, Oh, there's too. more. Oh. So I have this voucher. I don't know what to do with that it. That you're tucking into your bra because you're afraid someone's going to mug you over $38. Totally. So then I, I walked around a little bit thinking thinking that maybe there was a counter or some such thing where I could cash it out. Or, or a machine. A kiosk. You know, a ki- something. I don't see anything, but I do see this counter and I'm like, oh, that must be it. So I walk over there with my voucher, but it wasn't. That was the t- that was the counter where you buy tickets to shows. <laughs> like if you want to go. Jenny. <laughs> okay, but so. But they didn't direct you? Or did you? I didn't even get, I once I knew. I You, you kind of walked up and saw it, said buy tickets. I caught myself. Okay. I was like, this cannot be it. Okay, so then I, I leave there and I am hungry. So I try to find, these casinos are like a maze. Yeah, they they are. really are. And I was trying to find that the restaurant that we had passed several times. Steakhouse? No, um, the, the, like the alehouse type thing. The, the, you know, the place where I went, you ended up trying to go there too last night. What's it called? It's like the little, the little restaurant. Oh, Robert like, Irvine's? Or yeah, it's like Irvine's? sit at a bar, have a drink, have yeah. a little, you know, have something to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't find the restaurant. I was walking around in circles. It was a disaster. Like you would have been so embarrassed. Well, no, I wouldn't have been embarrassed because if you would have been with me, I would have led the way to the restaurant. No, but here's the thing. I've gotten so reliant. I rely on my husband when I'm with him and I rely on you when I'm with you <laughs> to where all I have to do is show up and follow. That's how You're I like, like a to baby travel. duckling. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. That's how I like to travel. Okay. Anyway, I ended up finding the restaurant. I sat at the bar by myself. I had a glass of Prosecco. That was awesome. I didn't expect you to drink the second night. That's incredible. I did. And by drink, I mean literally have one drink. I had one drink, but it was just gosh darn delightful. I love Prosecco. So I had a Prosecco. I had a chicken Caesar salad. And nice. then I went back to my room. There we go. <sighs> um, yeah, this is, we have, we have been wanting to talk to each other about our respective nights, but we haven't because we wanted to save it to have the conversation here on the podcast. So here we go. Last night, I crossed a life bucket list item off of the list, and I'm so excited. I was able to attend a UFC pay-per-view event, and it was better than I even hoped it could be. Are you serious? It was so awesome. Good. So, by the way, we have the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City. The T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas is such a spectacle. It's an incredible I've never been inside a building quite like that before. The T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas is what you would expect that a Las Vegas arena should be. Modern, top-of-the-line amenities. I'm actually going to... Well, I want you to back up for a second, because what you're not telling is the part that a guy wouldn't tell. But your fashion was 
on point last night. I looked fantastic. You looked fantastic. You really did. And I was glad that you dressed up because you probably you could go wearing anything, right? Like, I'll get to that. Yes. Okay, you tell me that. Because you decided, though, you had actually you had bought a suit for the last time we were supposed to come to Vegas, but then COVID screwed everything up. So you've had this suit just like sitting in your closet waiting. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned possibly wearing it to the fight. But I think you were on the fence about it, maybe at first. No, I wasn't on the fence, but no? I, I okay. was on the fence about, depending on how hot it was, I didn't know if I wanted to wear the, the jacket because I got, a, you know, the classic blue suit, brown shoes, brown belt. Right. But, you know, the, a kind of a look, especially in Las Vegas and when the weather's nice, is you don't really wear the jacket. You just roll up the sleeves on the dress shirt. You got the dress pants with the rolled up sleeves dress shirt, which is a fantastic look as well. It's a great look. And but my, the, my shirt is on point, by the way. The oh, little yeah. sunglasses shirt, yeah. The was, shirt was... Amazing. So I but, thought, I but thought the, this was enough. But the jacket, like, really just finishes out. It's kind of like if I put on an outfit, but the heels, are, that's really what brings it home. You right. know what I mean? The jacket was just everything. And I was so glad that you did. We even we had a little photo shoot, if you'd like to no. see. Q104KC on Instagram. We've got a little highlight reel. Well, no, Eileen, no. I remember I said, I, I was like, Jenny, because our hotel rooms were next, we were next door neighbors in the hotel. And I was like, hey. And I, I, I did a little, I didn't like a fashion show, but I just I put the jacket on it. And I took the jacket off. I said, jacket on, jacket off. <laughs> are 12 years old I just said jack it off you did <laughs> you did to. I didn't mean to it's okay keep going jack it off keep going you're what at the we? climax of the story keep going no so I, I no keep going this is such so a good I, so story so I modeled okay. it both ways and you, you uh, and you, you you strongly suggested uh, jack it on and I was and and I, I listened to your I, I, I even though you really wanted to check it off but I, I just waited till you left the room and then I oh took God. G- sorry you, you too look, much you See? put it that's too much that's like <laughs> the lines with us it's very weird very blurry the stupidest line I've ever heard in my life Okay, anyway, so you decided the jacket, and I'm glad you did because it really did pull the whole outfit together. I appreciate your opinion on it because I wanted your thought. I wanted your opinion. I actually wanted you to tell me, like, you need directions to get to the steakhouse. I needed your direction on what to wear or not wear, and I appreciated your advice on that, so I took your advice. It was great. We rocked the full suit. He won a 4KC on Instagram. It's in our little story bubble. Anyway, so here we go. Off to the walkover. We're very close to the T-Mobile Arena, so it was an easy walk to get over there. And uh, man, they got these big red letters UFC right in front of the arena. So, kind of, you know what I was genuinely worried about is I want to take a picture in front of it, but in order to get a good picture, you have to have somebody else take the picture. I'm there by myself. Yeah. You're not going fight night. No. No. So there is no. that there is that concern of what if I lend my phone to somebody, they run off with it. Uh, luckily, there was kind of like a group of people, like a line of people, a bunch of people, and you can kind of judge. So I actually went up to a couple. Like, That's the way yeah. to go. And I, and I asked, and of course I asked the girl, I was like, excuse me, would you, because they know height. Totally. I was like, would you mind, I was like, I'm here, on, <coughs> I'm here on my own, would you mind taking the picture? And she's like, oh yeah, of course. And and so I, I got a picture, and of course, the, the classic uh, fight night pose. I stood there, smiled, but put put the fist up. Yeah. Because that's the that's just because I'm a fight night. Of course, I'm with the bang. Great picture. I, it is the profile picture on my Facebook page. As it should be. It's yeah. a great picture. Uh, and I walk into the arena and I bought incredible. So I was, you know, we were lucky enough with this event to where we did not have to pay for our flight. We did not have to pay for our hotel. We were very lucky in that. So because of that, I justified spending a certain amount of money on this ticket. I will not say the amount of the debt. No, but I do have a question on that. Yeah. Is this something like where you could have spent 50 bucks? No. Okay, you have to spend... Hundreds. 
to to even get this uh, the cheapest seat was probably around 175 to Okay, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I was curious about that. I know that you really went all out cuz you I, really wanted to have I a good go all seat. Out. I mean, I didn't spend well, like a thousand or anything like that. But 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 it was I got I got a very good seat cuz you know what the with the fighting cage, you know, it's not like a you know, a hockey game or football game, you know, there, there were floor seats. Like at a concert, there were floor seats. But floor seats, unless you get the very front, if you have a tall person sitting in front of you, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. So just like concerts, my favorite thing to do is kind of sit on the seats on the side and sit low on the seats on the side so so they're elevated. Mm-hmm. And so that's that that's the seat I got. And, um, yeah, it was awesome. I walked in there, and, uh, like, I think it was the only first year I walked in because there are early prelims, prelims, main card. So, you know, there's potentially six hours of fightings. I, I probably saw about five hours of the fighting. And I had was, you heard of all the people? No. No, just the I, main I, event? I, no, because I just, I genuinely enjoy the sport. There are some, people tell us that they can't believe we have, like, the courage to do this for a living. Like, because, you know, people people fear public speaking, and I understand totally, that. Totally, yeah. Uh, we just don't, and it's, it's, like, this is normal to us, but, like, you want to talk about something that, like, never. I, people make a career out of punching other people in the mouth. And just knowing that you, that's what, you've got to pump yourself up and know that that night, like there's a really good chance that you're going to be in complete disarray, awful oh. shape when you leave that place. Yeah, those fighters the next day and like the next week are, it's, it's miserable. I can't imagine. Well, but well, then, but then they get a six-figure paycheck in the main event. <laughs> right. and it's like, I makes it better. I made, I made six figures okay, in one night. But for real, if okay. someone gave you a suitcase of money, six figures inside, but that someone very strong is, has just got to beat you up. Not, not, let's not go UFC level, but just like someone's going to be, you're going to get beat up. You're going to beat, you're going to get a good classic beat down. Would you allow for six it? Six figures? Yeah. I'd step in an octave. I, I'd, I, I'd step in a cage for six figures. I'd lose and it'd be terrible. And I'd probably spend a night in the hospital over six figures and like the. You'd give it a shot. Yeah, well, yeah, because that's, 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 that's a financial scare. I would do that because the way I think of that is that that would be like give my family a little financial security. Right. Absolutely in a heartbeat, no okay. problem. I wondered where your anyway, line was there. Okay, so I sit down and here's the cool part of this is my Kansas City part of the story because you, you saw this on my Instagram story. But there's a guy in Lee's Summit. His name is James Krause. James Krause is a UFC fighter. He's more of a coach now, but he'll tell, he can step in. He's actually really known for taking fights last minute because he's always in shape he's always at weight he's always ready to go so uh i've 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 kind of grown to become a fan of, fan of his just because i know uh if you guys know the, the glory mma gym in lee summit is like this huge gym very popular and um i remember i was just watching a fight one night and i had no idea who he was and he stepped into the octagon and the, the announcer bruce Buffer was like fighting out of lee summit missouri and i'm like no way I'm like, what so that's how I discovered this guy in the first place like a couple of years ago. Uh, so I started following along with his career, and I was like, oh, this is very interesting. And so now he's mainly a coach, but he coaches a bunch of guys at his gym in Lee Summit. And this, this, his, like, his, his number one student of the game his is protege? a guy named... Not a, not a protege, because he's a veteran himself, but okay. a, a fighter named Tim Elliott. So now Tim Elliott now, I believe, also lives in Lee Summit, chain, chain, trains there every day. And I had no idea that Tim had a fight. At, at this event last night. Oh my gosh! So, so and and so all of a sudden I am looking at the entrance and all of a sudden Tim Elliott comes out and it's and there's James Krause walking with him and I'm like oh my like I literally live in the next neighborhood over from that guy. That's and I'm, crazy. I'm like, and so and he gets in the octagon and they say introducing fighting out of Lee Summit, Missouri, and I'm there in Vegas live here that I'm going I live there. Yes. <laughs> like, this is so awesome. That is so cool. And 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 he gets a huge pop because the guy he fought. From Russia, no. And I'm of all places, you, right now. <laughs> and this and this, we're on the podcast, right? Yeah. And this son of a bitch from Russia. They announce from blah 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 blah, blah Russia, and the crowd. And uh, but this guy, this Russian guy, is coached by uh, 
Khabib, and and you don't you don't know who that is, but Khabib is this guy who. Uh, those of you who watch UFC, you know who Khabib is. He's like literally, he, he just retired, 29-0, never lost a fight, considered the best pound-for-pound pound fighter probably of all time. An incredible fighter. And he's the other guy's coach. So it's our Lee Summit guy coaching against arguably the greatest pound-for-pound pound fighter of all time. Our guy, Lee Summit guy, Tim Elliott, two-to-one two, two to one underdog, not expected to win. Beats the shit out of him and wins the fight. No way. Ah. That's so exciting. And I haven't even told you this part yet. So when they exit the octagon, they go down this different path. They exit the octagon, and uh, it's, like, right by my seats. So I see him, and I'm hooting. I'm like, Lee, stop it, baby. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I'm all amped up. And, uh, and, and they didn't look or anything, but that's okay. But uh, uh, later, I was on Instagram, and I saw James Krause post about it. And so I was like, and I've liked some of his posts before, so I just commented. I said, dude, I was there. Um, it was so awesome to hear the crowd pop for Lee Summit. I'm like, that was just, that was awesome to watch, dude. Congrats. He replied. He replied to, to your comment. Guess what he wrote? No, what did he write? Two words. Let's go. Stop it. Are you serious? <laughs> You're best friends. We're not best friends. He is very cool. <laughs> he is a guy who can wear like those gold chains that are coming back in yeah, style, but yeah. he makes it look good where I cannot do that. We are not best friends. Um, oh my but gosh, I just, I'm, I'm, cool. I'm just, I, I admire him and his work ethic and his team and his, and his business from a, from a, from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but it was very cool. Cause I had no idea they were going to fight there that night. And it was, it was awesome. So did this, this was a bucket list item for you. Did it, meet your expectations did it surpass your expectations my ex my expectations were very high and it exceeded my expectations that is so great uh coming up i want to tell you about a uh i actually made a bartender friend but first i, I kind of want to go back and forth with this yeah because while i was watching grown people professionally beat the tar out of each other you had a bit more of a relaxing evening so here's the thing. I love a spa treatment. And with kids, I just, first of all, sometimes I feel bad spending the money on myself for it because I feel like I could be spending the money on them for something else. It's, it's, it's a mom thing. I don't know. It's mom guilt. But also, I don't have a lot of free time just by myself to even do that kind of stuff. So I decided I am going to treat myself because you were treating yourself to the fight. I'm like, what am I going to do for hours? I made an appointment at the Glow Salon here at the Tropicana. Mm. <laughs> and, and, and for the record... I did invite you oh, to join me at Fight Night knowing full well that you would not accept. But I know the rule with Jenny Matthews, if you don't know, is she she, you ha she likes to be invited. I do. She will usually not accept. So you're very safe in inviting me to all of your events. But <laughs> the appreciation, the feeling of inclusion yeah. by being invited is something you appreciate. I and do I can appreciate that. I do. And the truth is, like, if, if someone gave me a ticket, do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. maybe would have gone with you just because it would have been a cool something to see and experience. Maybe. I don't know. I don't like fighting, so I don't know if I would have enjoyed anything you, about you it. You would have enjoyed. I, I told the same to my wife. The people watching was so spectacular. Oh, we have to. Real quick, though, on the outfit thing. Did you feel like you were appropriately dressed or did you feel like you were overdressed, underdressed? I'll, I'll, okay, come, I'll, back I'll to to that. That. come back to yeah, that. Come back to that. Don't forget. I want to know. That, that ties into the bartender story. So let's okay, go to the Come back spot. to that. Yeah. Okay, so um, so I had made a spa appointment. So I go to the spa, and um, I didn't even really know what the treatment was going to be. All I knew was that it involved having hot oil drizzled on my body, and that just sounded <laughs> phenomenal. Okay, so, so, so crossing the line for me is making a <laughs> jacket off joke. But you saying <laughs> having uh, this hot liquid drizzled, drizzled on, my, on body my body just sounded delightful. So, have you ever had a spa treatment? I have never been to a spa in my life. Okay, so they all kind of feel 
the same. It's the same sort of experience. Usually, usually very quiet, and usually, um, you know, when you're laying on the the heated table, I might add, you know, for them to come in and do your massage or whatever it is that you're getting. It's it's usual. I, I mean, I'm going to say 99 percent of the time, there's just not a lot of talking. You know, you're there as a as a client to yeah. just enjoy. Is that up to you as the customer? To I think it is. I'm. <laughs> I know it is. Now I learned a little bit of a lesson. So my, the, the, uh, the lovely, uh, I don't even know what to refer to her as the, the spot masseuse. The, well, I guess she was a masseuse, but she did the procedure I had here. I'll tell you about it in a second, but like, it wasn't just a massage. I had a, well, here I'll tell you. I had a body scrub. So she, first I, I lay on the heated bed and she starts putting like this, like this, um, sugar scrub yep. all it's over. It's got the texture if you like texture, sand. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it just feels amazing because, like, my skin's so dry and itchy. And I was like, oh, it was like she was just scratching my whole body. So she puts this stuff all over. But, like, mid-procedure, I'm going, how are we getting this off of me? You know, because this is more, this is beyond, like, a washcloth <laughs> to wipe it off. This is, we're, we've, I'm very coated in whatever it is that she's putting right. on my body. This is hilarious. <laughs> so she's done. And then I want to tell you why it was a completely awkward experience. But she's done. And she says, okay. She says, um, I'm going to need you to get in the shower. <laughs> And I'm looking around the room going, where's the shower? Like, I don't even see it. Well, it was kind of a, a modern spa to where the walls, it was a shower, but it just looked like part of the wall. But it, there was indeed a shower, like behind this panel of the wall. So I'm thinking, like, is she going to, she's leaving, right? Like, <laughs> like I'm just not going to get up and just roll up into the shower without her. But she stands there for just a period of time. She's like, I'll be back. I think she's maybe realized that I was a little uncomfortable with the idea. Okay, so can I pause because this is the part sure the can. question that i would like to ask is that's what i was going to ask because you said that this woman is salt scrubbing you head to toe so like are are these masseuse these people are they just seeing all the boobs and hoo-hahs <laughs> no. and junks every no. day <laughs> they're very discreet about it it's like, very that you know you have like a, do you have a towel a that's towel. covering the, like you like from your your chest down to your hoo-ha you do and then they kind of like hoo-ha, slide it over geez. to the left slide it over to the right you know um they, yeah they're, they're, you're never just fully exposed but here i am thinking i gotta get off this table and like i'm going to just be naked like walking into the shower now, I think she had every intention of leaving the room. I think that was part of the plan, but I wasn't sure. So I just, it felt like an uncomfortable amount of time that she was still in the room. Maybe, maybe she thought you were hot. He wanted to. I don't know. So she leaves the room. But then I realize, God, this is so TMI, but this is just what I do. I have kept my underwear on because that's also a choice when you have a massage or whatever. You, you can be completely nude underneath or you can have on, you know, your underwear. You right. wouldn't want a bra because that would, that would your be hosiery. in the way. So, so I have my underwear on. So I'm like, well, I can't get in the shower with these underwear. <laughs> and did the underwear have like real talk? No. Did the underwear have like salt scrub on it or in it or? Well, no, because the way she did it, you know, she didn't really get she didn't really get in my business. You know what I'm saying? Right. She there's a respectable like a, amount just, from from the panty line. There was Got a it. safe amount of space. Jeez. But I'm like, I have to take off these underwear. So I go I go across the room <laughs> to take off the underwear, <laughs> and then I'm naked, and I'm. I'm walking across the room to go to the shower, and she opens the door. That's you're, you're laughing. I'm thinking that's rude as hell. Like, what are you doing? Good morning. Um, yeah. So no, no, it wasn't. She she was delightful. Like, I was. I'm the awkward one. So then she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." She shuts the door. I go get in the shower. I don't have a scrunchie for my hair, so my hair. In all its glory is now stuck to all. <laughs> it's stuck to my back, which has all of the scrub, scrub, right. and all over me. 
So I'm trying very, I'm trying to get the scrub off, but I'm also trying to hold my hair. Like it was just, it was just an incredibly awkward shower. And I was, and like, you know me, I just laugh because I, I, I really make a, a fool out of myself a lot of times. So I'm by myself, like having a moment laughing and I'm like, I shouldn't be laughing. This is a spa. Like calm down, get the shower. Fine. Laughing. I go back. I go back to the bed. She comes back in the room. And at this point, this is where it just got amazing. She did. She drizzled hot oil all over my soft body because... I feel like when you describe this, I need to put like an explicit content warning. This sounds very sexual. Think about like a bottle of syrup. (laughs) But without the stickiness, I guess? Totally. And she just like put it everywhere. But again, I'm covered up. You know, the, the privates are covered. Right, right, right. She puts the oil all over. She says... Would you like some hot stones? Well, I'm thinking like, of course, of course. I mean, if you're offering, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I had no idea the hot stones were an additional fifty dollars. Oh, <laughs> honestly, though, I, I didn't care. I was, it was, I was treating myself. Treat so yourself. Whatever. She does the hot stones. I've got the oil going on. She then she just goes into a full back massage. I mean, it was incredible. Like I was so happy, and I, and then I started thinking, I only have an hour here. Like this is going to be ending soon, and I'm going to be very sad, and disappointed. Yeah. Can't think like that at the spa. You can't think. Okay. So Did she do the thing where she pushes the thumbs underneath the shoulder blades? Oh my gosh, she pushed the thumbs everywhere. I would. She pushed the thumbs everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was amazing. And I'm, I'm a ticklish person, so I was a little worried I wasn't going to enjoy some of it just because I do get ticklish. No, it was. She had just the right amount of pressure. It was great. Here's where the whole thing was just a little bit like. Hmm. So she. I start. I started chatting with her like a little bit at the beginning of it, just because just to be nice. And I mean. I didn't want to be dead silent, like, for the whole thing. When I get my hair cut, I like talking to my person. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, but then it, but then sometimes when you're getting your hair cut, aren't you kind of so relaxed that you just sort of wish you didn't have to? You could just sit and enjoy the sounds and enjoy the relaxation of it? I, I even when I'm tired, I enjoy running my mouth, so I, I, I can't well, relate to that, but I know most people. Oh, no, do. Mike, me too, clearly, which is why I engaged in conversation with her for the entire hour that we were together. <laughs> but here's what's even better. She was telling me about her dysfunctional relationships, how she was sexually assaulted when she was a teenager. What? She had um, a baby that was to then taken away from her. Um, God, first of all, God bless her. She was a complete sweetheart. And I, my heart genuinely went out to her because she had a very difficult time. But what a crazy thing to share with a client. She's telling me about the boyfriend that she's got that's clearly, I kept you know me. I was. T- I told it like I was like, girl, you need to. You you do better for you. You do. You can do. You are worth way more than this guy. He's totally using her. Anyway, I know all about this woman's entire life. But then, in typical Jenny awkward fashion, at this at one point in the massage, she's got me laying on my stomach. Um, can you picture a massage bed where so you're laying on your stomach, but there's like a there's like a pillow with a hole in it where your face goes. Yeah, where your face goes. Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Friends episode where Rachel recognizes yes. Phoebe's yep, feet. Yep, hundred percent. Okay, so I'm doing that, but all I've I've had a little uh, a little sinus issue since we've been here in Vegas. <laughs> so with that, I'm laying on my stomach with my head in the hole. <laughs> Didn't sound good. Yeah, just say that sentence one more time. And all the snot. No, no, say that sentence one more time. <laughs> all the snot. Laying on her my... stomach with a head in the hole. Um, all the snot in my head drains down to my nose. <laughs> so I have snot falling out of my nose, like onto the floor beneath like, me. Like a slow drip from a leaky faucet? A slow drip. <laughs> all the while trying to give life advice to this sweet lady who's massaging me, who I really feel like needs a good, solid best friend to just give her life advice. And I'm so snotty that I can't, <laughs> she can't fully hear and understand what I'm saying. <laughs> She keeps saying what? 
Try to give an example of what you sound like when there's snot falling. Oh out my of you. god! Look, no, like seriously, I was I was so plugged up. I mean, <laughs> Girl, you deserve so much better than that. Anyway, I don't even know. That said, it was relaxing. Other than the fact that we engaged in conversation the entire time, I've got a, I've got a mental note like no, to just be awkward and not talk the entire time, and then it's. Nobody's mad. It's fine. They expect that, right? Like, I would think they would expect it. It's No, here's it doesn't matter what they expect. It's whatever you want it to be. And they are trained. You're not the only person who talks to your spa therapist or yeah. whatever. Like, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. Yeah. It's the same with your uh, your hairstyle. It's the same with your Uber driver. If you want to have a conversation, don't have a conversation. And yeah. if you don't, just be quiet. We'll be quiet. That's a conversation we should bring to the air uh, for a good call-in segment. You know, mm-hmm. see what people who do those things. I feel like we got some spa people who listen to the show. Yeah, I feel we need some people to come. Spa people feel like our that. people. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, hundred percent. Okay. Anyway, so so that was my night. So then I went back to the hotel room. Oh, this is where I made the the mistake. I have my heating pad with me. Well, I was so warm and toasty from the hot stones and the oils and just all the things. And I go back up to my room just to continue the relaxation. And so I lay down on my hot, my heating pad, my hot Mm -mm. pad. At what time? Oh, five o'clock. I knew, I knew (laughs) that I could not let that be it for the night. Or Mm -hmm. I would have woken up at midnight and been like. Fully rested. Fully ready to go. So you, thankfully, we were texting back and forth at this point and you're like. You basically were like my mother. You're like you need you need to get up and get out. I'm, I'm not going to deal because then I knew that you, I'm the only one, other person here that you know. So you're going to be like at 1 a.m. going, "Hey, you up? Hey, you up? You want to go gamble?" Seriously. And I, and, and I wasn't here for that. You're not having that. Okay, so, so pause my story and then go on with your story. Yeah. Well, did Jenny Matthews go back out? You'll find out soon. So I'd like to introduce you to my new best friend. You have a new best friend. I have a new best friend. <gasps> His name is Min. M-I-N. Because let me tell you something. As I was walking around the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on UFC Fight Night, UFC 272, Covington, Masvidal. Let's Let's go. go. (laughs) I am walking around in my incredible looking suit, looking, feeling very classy. And let me tell you, Jenny, when I tell you that every kind of, you know what? I'm going to give the sport of fighting, MMA, just fighting in general, credit. Fighting is something that is interesting, and I think they can honestly bring everybody together. We're not going to dive into the huge politics, but I think it's a safe thing to say that this country is divided right now. When I tell you that there are equal parts, white, brown, black people, men, women, straight, gay, didn't matter. Everyone was at fight night in Vegas, and it was awesome. And we were all there to watch people beat the tar out of each what other. What about ages? Is it truly an all ages thing or uh, I did see a couple of kids there I, I don't know if I agree with bringing a kid to fight night yeah to, like, but, but you know maybe this kid it, let's say a, a kid is, is taking an MMA self-defense class at his, at his local you know what a local training facility and then they get a chance to go see the UFC I could see how that would be really cool for a kid who's already into any, any sort of mixed martial art or karate or anything like that uh, so it's, I mean, you know, you've, you've said you let your kid cuss all the time. So it's, it's however you, oh my what, God. <laughs> please put a little more context with that well. <laughs> in front of me, as long as it doesn't go public. Yeah. That's another story for another Sorry. time. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. But like, I mean, just, just everybody, everybody of all, of all races, persuasion, everyone was there. And I thought that was actually really refreshing. Yeah. That's to cool. See. Uh, and, and so I, so I very much enjoy, and you know, different people cheering for different, um, things. anyway, so I go, but, but I'm looking around the, uh, 
I'm, 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 I'm to the point where I've watched a couple of fights. I'm like, all right, I do need a beverage. And so I go up, and I'm like, do I want a beer? I don't know if I want a beer. Ah, maybe I want a cocktail. I didn't really feel like a cocktail either. And I'm like, you know what really sounds good? I have it on a wine kick lately. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I don't know. Do, am I the guy who's going to walk around with a glass of wine at the UFC fights? And then I look down at myself in my incredible suit, and I'm like... You know what? Why not? I am the guy. I am the guy that's gonna have a glass of wine. So I find there's this little, you know, there's 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 the there's like the the things that are built into the wall, like the big food joints at any arena. But then there's those little kind of mobile carts or whatever. There's a small little mobile cart, and it's just and it's just the wine. It just says wine, and I'm like, okay, it's for sale. I want it. I'm in Vegas. I do what I want. I'm gonna get some. And I walk up, and I look at the prices. Like how much? Um, before tip, the uh, so I I'm a uh, I'm on a Cabernet kick right now, like the Cabernet Sauvignon, of course. Of course, it's called a cab. My, fa- a my people, favorite. No, shut up! I I'm know kidding. you hate. I hate one. But um, but a lot of people say a, a cab. A cab. Yeah. So I'm on a cab kick right now, and sure enough, one of his featured wines was he's like, you like cab? This will be the best cab you ever have. And look at the price, and for one glass of wine was twenty three dollars. And give me some context here. How much would that be at somewhere else, a restaurant? Um, I mean, is it like $9 maybe? I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that, and now I, I can tell you that after drinking this, it was the smoothest, most one of the most delicious wines I've ever had in my life. So I wouldn't be surprised if it was maybe a 50 to $60 bottle of wine okay. at the store. Right. But it was $23 for a glass. Wow. Plus they offer you different tip. Per, you know, what they do is they're very smart about it. They, they're like, they give you the tip option because it was cashless. Mm-hmm. And they give you an option like 18%, 20%, and 25%. Because I was just going to like 23 Okay, I'll just give you 25 Right. No, nope, I, gave nope. him, I gave him 18%, which is the lowest percent. But that was another $6 tip. There we go. So it was a $30 glass of wine. Wow. It was the best glass of wine I've ever had in my life. Really good. At least it lived up to it. It did, because then I went and got another one. <laughs> Good for you. But, but let me tell you about Min. Min, the bartender. So he's the wine guy. And, this, and, and, and my wine people know that wine is something that you like to converse about. You like to talk about. You like to ask about it. And so I, I go to Min. I, you know, I, I go to Min, and he's like, and Jenny, he's British. Stop it. So I walk up in my suit oh, right. to the wine where he says, Hello, sir. Good evening. Could I interest you in a glass of Cabernet Sauvignon? And I'm like, I am the classiest mother on the planet. <laughs> I am Seriously? so classy. Look how classy I am. This is so good. So which I tell you, Ben, that I work for a country and western radio station in Kansas City. <laughs> like, but I do watch Ted Lasso. Yes. Um, so, Min, it's telling me about this cab and why it's so great. And I said, well, we'll find out. Thank Anyway, I, Thank him for his time, and we, we talk a little. Uh, we talk a little bit about the city. I'm from Kansas City, but here in Vegas, and he's like, he asked me if I'd been to the Raiders' new stadium. He goes, Since you are a our, our, our fiercest rivals in Kansas City, and I'm like, I haven't been to the stadium. He's like, it's very worth checking out. It's a beautiful stadium, and I'm like, okay, cool. We talk a little bit about like stadiums, sports stuff. It was awesome. Yeah. I said, well, hey, good conversation, man. Have a good night. I go back to my seat. Enjoy the heck out of this one. I'm watching, and it's probably like three fights. So, I mean, a good. 45 minutes to an hour. I, I really take my time and just sit, sip and enjoy this wine. And it was really strong too. So I did even catch a little buzz just off that one mm-hmm. glass. And I'm like, this is the best. And so anyway, I'm contemplating my next move here. I'm like, I might switch to a cocktail now. I might do something. Like, and I kind of go through that process again. Do I want beer? No. I don't want a cocktail. I don't really want a cocktail though. I'm like, but I really don't want to go spend another $30 on another glass of wine. 
So I did. But so you go, but you really liked Min and you really so, liked the wine. So I go back. I kind of go back and there's a guy in front of me. But Min <laughs> look. But Min sees me. Not only does he recognize my face, he says, "Oh, hello, Mister Keller. Did you enjoy?" He remembered my name. It. Are you kidding me? Get out of here. I couldn't believe it. First of all, he probably thought you were just loaded. The fact that you were just getting all these. I looked very rich. I'm yeah. serious with the suit and then just mm. all the wine. Yeah. So he says, "Hello, Mister Keller. Welcome. Did you enjoy the wine? Did you enjoy the cabernet?" I'm like, I sh- sure as hell did, man. <laughs> sure as shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we swore a lot in our conversation. It was great because, you know, British people cuss like crazy. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, but it's totally, like, yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah. So, um, talking to men, and, and actually, was, well, as he was he was saying hello to me, he was serving a guy in front of him, and, and this guy, this again, this is not a cash, it's, it's card only at this entire arena. And his card gets declined. And he does tries it again. It gets declined again. Mm. And I'm thinking, is this guy like a bum or whatever? No. The guy in front of me, again, UFC is a worldwide thing. The guy in front of me was from France. <gasps> and so he was having credit card issues because he wanted to pay with cash because he had cash. And he was having credit card issues because he was traveling internationally. And so he had to call his credit card company. But who wants to do that? He can do all that time and whatever. So um, they both kind of turned to me. And he kind of just says... Again, this glass of wine is like 23 He's He's got 25 bucks, And he's like, man, can I just give you this? And I'm like, done, yeah, here. And then I ordered my next glass of, of cab, and uh, I just paid for them both on my credit card, and he just gave me the cash. Bada bing, bada boom, we're yes. done with it. So that was cool. And then he just said, that was very generous of you, Mr. Keller. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it was. And then we had, like, another five-minute conversation about yeah. sports. I just talked about life, love, and the pursuit. And Have you tipped him each time, by the way? Because now so I'm thinking I, he's up to $18. So, no, I tipped him the first time. Yep. But then, so the guy who gave me the $25 also handed Min a $10 bill nice. as a tip. And Min made it very clear to me. And he's like, Mr. Keller, I want to remind you that that man did give me a very generous tip and because you bought his drink, he made sure to say, to tip me well so you don't have to. So please do not tip me on this order. And I've never heard anybody I've serve a drink say that before. I've never heard anybody say that. He was that. adamant about it. Oh, my gosh. And I said, and, and, and I, I was kind of, I kind of wanted to tell him, like, no. Like, I'm a, but but it, it, he gave him a very good tip. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to, like, this is my little bit of reward for being able to do something nice for somebody else. Yeah. So another glass of wine. And it was awesome. First of all, let me just back up a second. I'm thinking new career path for people who really want to make a ton of money. I mean, this guy's probably raking in a fortune on tips alone. Well, I, I, I think when he gets tipped, he's tipped well, but... That's a very exclusive clientele that's visiting his stand opposed to, the, I mean, a lot of people drinking beer and cocktails, not a lot of people drinking wine. Now. No, I'm talking about the mint, you know, be at the wine stand, be that guy, know people's names when they come back up. You're going to get those tips. Yeah. I bet he made a fortune last night. He, he was incredible. Cool. It was a wonderful conversation. I enjoy where, he, oh my God, he was talk, he was hilarious because he's so classy, but he also had like kind of like a, I'm a dog guy kind of moment, which, yeah. was, which was just hilarious. He's like... He's like, Mr. Keller, I will tell you, the the second time I went up for glass, he's like, I will. We had talked about people watching the first time. Um, and he's like, Mr. Keller, I will tell you that the people watching and the clientele have significantly improved. Uh, 
as you do know, it is Las Vegas on a Saturday night. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, dude, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, let me let me go with my story there. I know exactly what he's saying because so we had talked earlier in the day about that after I, you know, when after my massage, I was going to go and um, there's a little strip of, of shopping. And you've been to Vegas. We're on Las Vegas Boulevard, right by the MGM Grand, all that right there. Yeah. So we were on the left side of the street when you and I went and found we, we had a beverage and something to drink or something to eat the other day. And then we did a little shopping in some of the stores and there was a nice New York, New York. The casino is like right on that side of the street. And I'll say it felt very, um, how do I say that? It felt like yuppie-ish. I mean, it felt kind of a little higher end over there. I don't know. Again, it's a Saturday night and you're on Las Vegas Boulevard. Well, well, that that was when you and I were together during, and it was a little bit during the day. That's how I felt about the left side of the street. Well, I had never checked out the right side of the street and that's where there's an entire row of shopping, which by the way, only Jenny Matthews would find in Las Vegas. There is a target. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Q104KC, she took a picture. I took a picture of it. Coolest looking target I've ever seen. I mean, very really, cool. very yeah. Vegas. But um, I I ventured out. It was evening. You know, it was dark. So that was a little different than the time that you and I had gone out on that street. But it was also the other side of the street. Well, it was a completely different experience. Like, I wish, in hindsight, I had not brought my Louis Vuitton <laughs> bag. I don't think that was the brightest idea. Right. Um, probably wouldn't have worn my wedding rings. I probably would have just gone very minimal Got for, it. for that walk across the street. It was a little strange being by myself, you know, in a strange town at night mm-hmm. out of my house but past seven. Oh my God, who even am I? So um, I did. I did a little shopping. There were some cool stores, but the further I got up the street, the sketchier I got. Mm. I definitely saw some ladies of the evening. I mean, you know, girls got to work. Like, I'm not even saying it's anything Saturday about it. You Vegas, do, you, There's going to be hookers. It's fine. Yeah, there was lots of them. There's, and, but you know what? Like, if I were you, I guess the way I look at it, I wouldn't even be bothered by them if I were you. Oh, because I know. they're not targeting. Tar- tar- they're just like, they're just trying to make a living. Listen, girls got to make a living. You do you, boo. But um, but there were some of that. There were just, I don't know. It just felt it just felt a little sketchier sure. than when you and I were out there together. Well, you were close to the Skechers store in her defense. I actually went into the Skechers store. <laughs> Funny you should bring that up. Um, no, but they had, there's a really cool M&M store. There's a Coca-Cola store. They have that. Yeah. Uh, we had to hit up the Hershey's store across the street the other day. But just a lot of little fun places to go. I got some goodies for my kids. And then I thought, you know what? I, I was going to eat out. I was going to eat somewhere along that street. And I thought, I'm going to, I just felt safer back in the casino. Sure. So um, got back to the casino and then I did. I felt like I was, I was home. Yep. And so I found this cool little restaurant and I had a glass of Prosecco and the salad. And then at that point, well, then that's when I went to the slot machine and I played my 20 bucks and I made my $18 profit. And I headed up to the room and it was great. Like I took a nice hot shower. I watched some TV, called my family, laid on my heating bed. It was great until about 1.30 in the morning, and I'll tell you that story. Yeah. Uh, to wrap up my night, uh, so, yeah, great, great bar. To, shout out to Min at the T-Mobile yeah, Arena shout in Las out Vegas, to Min. dude. You're the best. Go. That's a great conversation. Your accent. Like, I didn't ask where he was from because uh, it was kind of British, but I could, if he said, like, he was, like, South African, that would have even made sense. He could have been, though. Who knows? It was, it was, like, British, but not all the way British. It was, right. it was weird, but it was, it was, he, was, he was so cool, so classy to talk to. Uh, I actually did, after that second glass of wine, it was, like, the main card was about to start, so the final five fights, and I was, like... I want like one more beer. So I, I went and just got a big old beer after that. And uh, we're in the beer line and it's two beers per person. And these drunks behind me were like, they, they're like, we're each going to, I'll get three and you get two. <laughs> and uh, they, like, they were ready to have themselves a time. It was awesome. And uh, then they realized, then they see, oh, it's only two per order. And he kind of, and I'm in front of him and I just have my one beer and I, we make eye contact and I'm like, 
I got you, dude. And he's like, dude, he's like, what are they like? 10, but we look at the price, $17 beers. Uh, so again, this is the second time this happened. He just hands me a 20. Wow. Which, which is the correct thing to do. Right. Like if I were in his shoes, that's you just, Hey, thanks for helping us out. Here's a 20. We're good. But thank right. you. So I did, I bought one of their beers and, uh, for 17 on my card. And then he gave me 20 cash for it. And, I was like, all right, cool. So, like, I made money on two of my alcohol transactions. That, that was hilarious. I loved just the way you're describing this whole night. It sounds like everybody there was just having a really good time, and everybody was in a good mood and just kind of together. Some about watching the beating, people beating the hell out of each other that brings everyone together. Who knew UFC was going to be what united the states of America? You, you would have <laughs> enjoyed the evening more than you think you would have. The fights, no, but the crowd, especially. Okay, so let's just fast forward to the main card. Like, so I, I knew a lot of the names on the main card. It was so awesome to see. The first two fights on the main card, knockout, knockout. I'm like, yes! And not to be, I'm not trying to be an idiot. How long does that last? Is yeah, it, it, well, it depends, because knockouts can happen at any time. Sure. So the first fight lasted, I think, like... Uh, I think it only, I don't think it made it out of the first round. I think it was like a four minutes and boom, knockout. The second fight I think made it to the second round. So I was like, you know, there's, there's five minute rounds. So I was like the first five minutes, great back and forth. And then like a minute into that second round, boom, knockout. I was like, that was awesome. And then uh, the last two fights, though, the, the, when you get close to the main event, they go from three, they go from three five minute rounds to five five minute rounds. And both the five five minute round fights, the last two of the night, went the full 25 minutes. So that made it a much later evening than I expected it to be. But, but also were, a little more bang for your buck. They were very, well, that, that second to last fight, honestly, I didn't care about. And I was actually getting a little hungry and I was kind of hitting a wall at that point. So that fight was kind of boring. That was kind of the snoozer of the night. So I actually took that opportunity in my very nice suit to walk up and get some chicken fingers and barbecue sauce. Of course you did. Oh my God. <laughs> First of all, you just had this incredible experience with men and your suit and your wine. And now you're like, I'm okay. Some chicken fingers and I was, barbecue sauce. I was hungry and the chicken finger stand was right there. And I'm like, this is where we're going. I so I go it. there. This is great. Uh, yeah. And then the last two fights were incredible. So this guy, uh, the main event, let's just get main event and then I'm done. But uh, Jorge Masvidal, the underdog street fighter from Miami and the crowd was for him. Uh, and then the Colby Covington, a guy who always thanks our first responders. He is Republican as it gets, wears his Donald Trump hat to the ring <laughs> and lets people know. He, like, he'll start every interview. Hey, first of all, I just got to give a shout out to the most important people in the world, the real heroes, our firefighters, our first responders, our military. Well, I'm here for that. He, he, it's awesome. That's great. And, and then, but then he'll immediately go to the, now let's talk about this guy I'm about to fight and his piece of trash wife or something. Whoa. Like, he just go, and I'm like, oh my God. But that's part of it, right? All the trash talking. But, and... Well, I think he's serious, but that's okay. Okay. But it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it was, it's just really, but he's, but he knows he's the bad guy and yeah, he knows he's right, the bad right. guy. So he just embraces it and goes for it. And, uh, but yeah. I was, I was actually pro uh, this guy, Colby Covington, because I had money on him because he was the odds-on favorite. And, I, and I'd watched them both fight several times, and I, I was like, this is a very easy – I thought it was easy money, and I was correct uh, because it was a, it was a five-round fight, and uh, Colby just dominated. And when he won, oh, my God, that crowd just – for most of them was just like – but it was the, the crowd was so awesome, Jenny, because the main event, all of a sudden, the whole arena's full. The main event, Ma, the, the first guy, Masvidal, who's the underdog, but more people like him, it hits, and they're like, yeah, yeah. But then, right after that, the, um, and then Colby's music hits, and he comes out, and the crowd, oh. and I'm over here in the corners going, 
wahoo. Like, I'm, I'm kind of right. rooting for him because I like the guy and I know he's going to make me money. And uh, he ends up winning and the whole crowd boos him and he gets on. He's like, I don't give a F about any of you. You all suck. I want to shout out our military and our first responders. And then he calls out the next guy he wants to fight is a guy named D- Dustin Poirier. He's like, now let's get to this mother effer. Dustin Poirier, your wife's cheating on you with Conor McGregor and you want to run your oh mouth Oh my God, me. he was really going after it. You name the time and I'll beat the bleep out of you, you mother bleep. It was awesome. And I'm just going, yeah. Oh, that's I'm, funny. I'm all about it. And it was uh, The whole night was full of incredible entertainment. Thank you to the UFC. That was an incredible show, top to bottom, hands down, one of the greatest experiences of my life. And honestly, I had really one of the best nights by myself I've had in a really long time. Um, And it was all good until about 1.30 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I was in the deepest of slumber, and I'm like, what is that pounding noise? The Tropicana is an older hotel. Because my husband, I told him the story this morning, and he's like, how did you even hear that? And I'm like, this is an older hotel. I feel like the walls are just a little bit thinner yeah, than the norm yeah. here. Look, there's wicker furniture in my hotel room. Totally. Let's just say, whoever, God bless you, in the room above me had had themselves a very good evening. Congratulations. they had four minutes of intercourse <laughs> to which Four minutes? Four whole oh, minutes. Oh, they must be married. <laughs> That's, that's how you do it in the married lady. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is awkward, but I'm happy for you. It it was a lot of noise, a lot of noise, and then it just abruptly ended, and the toilet flushed, and I was like, okay, I guess everything's over. The, the best part of that story is the toilet flush. All right. Okay. <laughs> Incredible story. Go and, us. And then I was awake for about an hour after that, just because, well, it's kind of hard to go to sleep after you've been a part of that. Right. Um, but I did. I went back to sleep, and then here we are. I don't know. It was just a great, it was a great night. So you're hearing a lot of the noise behind us. Uh, we're uh, literally, we're still in Vegas. As we're, we're, this is the, we're recording this the night after the story, the morning we're, after the story we're we, telling you all about. We wanted to do that so everything would yeah. be fresh. And, and we, want, we want to tell you more, but uh, Priscilla Block just walked in. We're about three minutes away from interviewing her, so we're going to cut this podcast short. There's another episode of our podcast. It's literally just going to be all of our interviews from Vegas combined into one. Uh, make sure you check that episode out as well. We can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to our... I, this week, Jenny, it's been an hour-long conversation about just shooting shooting the breeze about Vegas stories. I am here for all of it. it it's been a great time, truly. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our ridiculous stories, and uh, we're, we're ready to go home now.